the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We're sitting on the porch here at Millburgers on a pretty Sunday afternoon. Uh, Beautiful, cool breeze. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. How come only one fan, son? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay, hang on. <laughs> there we go. Now we got both of them on. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so uh, it's a nice day to come on out. A lot of folks out here doing some shopping, trying to see what they're getting. Let's see. What has she got? Some ground covers there? A bunch of... I can't tell what those I are. I can't recognize Look, them. Look, Asian gentlemen. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. And then, what, three and a half inches. And that's pretty. What is that? That's uh, the yellow plant. It looks like almost an indoor plant. It's a canna, I think, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, but you're right. It is a canna. All right, 210 I can hardly see it. Uh, <laughs> nothing he, changes. He's in good, good yeah, spirits, yeah, uh, that's unfortunately. Good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. So I wonder when Barry will recover. From the show? Or yeah. From, uh, <laughs> why, was it pretty, were you pretty hard on him? No, I, thought, I think he did a good job. Good. Yeah, yeah he didn't, we didn't hardly arrest him at all. It, handled the top tomato contest real good. Yeah, so who, what, what tomato won the top tomato? What variety? Sunbright. Sunbright. Oh, uh, good. Rodeo tomato. Rodeo tomato. Very good. Yeah, and the cherry, BHN 968 won the cherry. Yeah. It? Yeah. So that was good. No, hour. no, no. Ruby Crush? Ruby Crush won. Okay. You, the, you remember the Aggie stopped by and talked to us about yeah. it? Yeah. That oh. was Ruby Crush. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, the, the second small? place was yeah. BHN 968. Wow, which is uh, which is kind of a switch, but I guess the biggest tomato went to one of the heirlooms. But uh, yeah, uh, it's been it's been a while since the recommended varieties won the the big. The, Were there any tycoons? Well, we don't we don't select them for bigness. We don't know if there were. I don't know if there were any tycoons in the big tomato contest. Oh no, I just meant in the general. Oh well, that I didn't, no. I didn't was see anybody those. interested in doing the seed collection and saving for tycoon, or did no, they all? They they uh, they're sick of tycoon. They said, <laughs> said enough. It had a, it had a bitter flavor to it. This they year. said about time. Take it off the market. <laughs> I can't help buying it when you put it on the market. <laughs> Poor tycoon. Yeah. yeah short. Yeah. Short our memory span. <laughs> Now is and, and here's here, here's Milton not knowing what's going on. Has Steve now officially retired? Steve Brown. Brown. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I saw they were doing a feature on him. Yeah. 
Did they show your old uh, his old? I gardening? didn't. Uh, I didn't see. They didn't communicate with me. Honestly. Oh, <clears throat> they're gonna do a feature on him? Are they done a feature? I think they've done one. That's what I saw. I was kind of going back and forth along on the TV, and uh, oh, okay. They said tune in tonight. You know, the best, the, of, uh, best of Steve Brown. In the newspaper, they emphasized the gardening. Oh, good. Um, and also, the Adam, the guy that's going to replace him, emphasized the gardening, but uh, it was not. They didn't mention beyond that. I think, Jerry, I think, uh, the, I think we got crosswise of the uh, the uh, TV reporter at the Express News. We, meaning Jerry. Years Wait ago. a minute. Oh. What? What gives you that idea? I think you, you and she give me that idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't remember, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure that it was just a miscommunication. I'm sure it was. I don't think they have a TV reporter anymore, so. Uh, yeah. They hey, don't. I don't think so. I, I don't mean, know who's they, doing it. I don't I don't think Jeannie is. Huh, I'll be done. Yeah. Hey, Ray's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, has a question on Bermuda. Hi, Ray, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing good, sir. Um, <clears throat> I got a question about, and y'all were talking yesterday, um, about the recommended height to cut this TIF 419 Bermuda right. inch and a half. Right. And I know, I know I've read that and I've heard that before, and... I'll tell you, I can see that happening if your yard looks like a golf course and it's nice and smooth and you've got no bumps and all that kind of stuff. And and I just, my yard, I can't do it. It's just too many, too hilly. There's too many bumps, um, rocks, and all that kind of stuff. I'm yeah. here in Converse. And <clears throat> so I'm wondering, what's the downside to, to keeping it higher, let's say, you know, two inches, two and a quarter, and keep cutting it at that height because... Before I bought this house, <clears throat> it was good three inches, three three to three and a half. Very green. Of course, I'm sure they fertilized it because they were trying to sell the house. But, um, I mean, it looked beautiful. And so I'm just wondering long term, does that cause a problem of, of any kind if you consistently cut it at a higher uh, Well, the one, the, one, the, one, the one problem is uh, weeds. Um, well, that it's, shouldn't uh, take more inclined to have weeds. That should, yeah, I, I I think it's unusual though if you cut it that high and to have it look the way you describe it, uh, because the the lower the lower you cut it, the the tighter you know inch and a half is the top in terms of recommendation. Inch and a half is the top height. And if you're talking about golf courses, some of them three eighths of an inch and right. And yeah, half, what I meant there was the terrain. You know, is much smoother. Um, yeah. And so my, mine's not at all smooth. Um, you know, I, I was out there. I, I've been cutting mine at about inch and uh, half, inch and three. No, but inch and three quarters between inch and three quarters and two inches. Um, and just you know, like last week, I hit one of the covers for the sprinkler system. <laughs> you know, I mean it. It's you know because the ground's unlevel out here. It's just it shifts yeah. all the time and and all that kind of stuff. And there's rock up on. You know, you got to stop and pick up rock and. If you consistently cut it at that inch and a half, I just, um, you know, I'm just wondering, is it is it possible to cut it at a higher height and keep it at that height? I understand if you cut it lower at some point, you know, you're going to have brown Bermuda, but, 
if you consistently cut it higher, that should retain more moisture and it should cloud out more weeds. Yes or no? Well, no, I don't think that. The research indicates that it that really doesn't uh, conserve moisture because you've got you got more transpiration in the leaves in the course. But it's not. I mean, that's a minor factor. But I I've got that same. Uh, and what a coincidence, because I ran into a, <laughs> a uh, one of the boxes for my irrigation. Oh, Lord. Man, it took me an hour to untangle all the wires. And then I realized about halfway through, I suppose I could get electrocuted here. I yeah. Know I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you just, yeah, you just do what you got to do. Um, I, I, I think I think you keep saying the word consistently cut it at that height, and I think right. that's the key to success. Okay. Okay. Rather rather than lowering it and raising it and all that kind of stuff. Well, because I know the house I was at before, I had uh, the St. Augustine, um, uh, not the floor tam. What is it? The jeez, um, the one that grows real tall and thick. Um, the Raleigh. Uh, not Raleigh. There's Raleigh, the Floritam, there's uh, Palmetto. Palisades. Palisade. What else? <laughs> Can't think of any. Um, uh, there's, there's, there's one other one. Um, it, it not Buffalo right, Grass. No, no, no. It's St. Augustine. Uh, oh, okay. It, it's the one y'all recommended last year as being the most drought tolerant. At least that's what I heard on one of your shows. Oh, that's Floritam. Uh, no, I wouldn't Floritam. Okay, then maybe I misheard okay. what, what, what y'all were talking about. But um, it, it was it was thick, and the thicker I would cut it, the less weeds I had, and the and the more moisture that was retained. And I, I I'm just thinking, why would that not work with Bermuda? Except that Bermuda, the leaves close up more, but still you're going to have more leaf surface, which should shade the ground a little bit better. Yeah, but that's see that's the. The, the fallacy there, yeah, yeah. well, it's not a fallacy because there are some research projects have verified exactly what you said, but most of them say the more leaf surface you have, the more transpiration that occurs, uh, and the, the water just moves through the plant. And uh, Bermudas especially takes advantage of whatever moisture is there, and it can get by. But... Uh, you know, one one good thing about having uh, that kind of soil you describe, it's exactly the same kind of soil I have. Nothing else wants to grow there except the Bermuda grass. So, yeah, that's so, true. I think, so it's I think the only thing that really competes. It. Yeah, the only thing that really competes well. And yeah, it looks fair. That's yeah. why I planted crepe myrtles and, and not any other kind of tree, because <laughs> the crepe myrtles will do well in, in <laughs> trashy soil like this. So. I, I, I remember being in a room full of the... The best tur- turf experts that we ever had in Texas, and uh, research and extension, and they were arguing this very same point that it should, should do, is it better to cut your grass, leave your grass high in the summer, or cut it low? And I, I think they agreed to disagree, uh, the, the, even among the best, the researchers and the extension people. I so uh, and uh, Neil Spare, of course, he likes to cut it short. And I, I in the in the past, I've I've uh, recommended mow it a little bit higher. But uh, 
I think I think you in your situation you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. If you if you got rocks and and low stuff, uh, uh, just just cut it uh, as low as you can without uh, getting into the rocks or the irrigation system. Okay. And you you'll be you'll be okay. Of course, you could convert to ground covers, then you don't have to mow it at all. Well, yeah. About that, but that'd be awful expensive. Or. Like I do a, a good part of my landscape. Well, a good part of my landscape is uh, kind of uh, wildflowers and weeds and native kind of stuff. Yeah, right. You know, and it uh, and you mow it. You don't mow it as much as you mow the lawn, but you mow it right. enough to keep it under obvious that it's under control. But so you, you keep the crabgrass and nut grass out of there. Just let the natural stuff grow. Well, not yeah. I don't water, so I don't ever see any nut nuts hedge. Uh, huh. And crabgrass, I see, I see some sandburrs occasionally, but not mm-hmm. not, not nuts edge is a, a high water. You see nuts edge in uh, raised beds where you water mm-hmm. or, or places you irrigate, like mm-hmm. your lawn. If you if you right. irrigate, uh, well, you see did you say what, you Yeah, did you say where you lived? Uh, Converse. Oh, okay. I didn't know they had rocks out at Converse. Oh my goodness gracious! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, someplace I took us a, a little bitty bucket sample of what uh, you know was dug out before the crepe myrtles were planted, and I showed them to uh, uh, Mark Fanick the other day, and he was like, "Oh my God, he uh, planted the right tree, that's for sure." Planting <laughs> crepe myrtles. <laughs> yeah, someplace out there is the border with the Blacklands clay, isn't it? Uh huh. Yeah, someplace out there, there's that uh, heavy blacklands. Uh, well, I know uh, when you soil. go down about a, foot, a little bit past a foot and a half, uh, closer to two, it looks like there's more black clay than there is yeah. rock. Yeah. So, you know, I imagine they filled this area in just with whatever they could before they started building. Maybe maybe that's it. I mean, I don't know. But you look at the creek that's about 150 yards from here, and that's all you see is rock. So I'm thinking, not. I'm thinking that's all there is out here is just rock. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay, I was well, talking to I was talking thanks. to one guy that had a bunch of rocks in his garden, and uh, uh-huh. I was saying, "Son, you need to get a few of those rocks out of there." And he said, "I've gotten them out of there." Uh, <laughs> 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 this, this was the <laughs> he 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 had cleaned it up and left the, these in there. Uh, and he said he said he was mulching with those rocks. Oh. Well, I knew farmers farmers in northern Minnesota, which is in you know southern Minnesota's prime agriculture, uh-huh. wonderful soils, but the north isn't. And uh, th- th- it was a ritual every spring to go collect big uh, trailers full of rocks every single year. But but they would work their you know, new ones yeah. work their way up. Yeah. That. So yeah, if you got if you got serious rock, you're going to have them forever. Yeah, and, I, and the answer the answer probably is put about an inch and a half of compost. But oh my God, I'd I'd that that'd be like five house payments probably. What it would cost? Or, yeah, 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 right. Well, when we we get this kind of question from the uh, hill country area, then quite often we'll say, well, why don't you just landscape in the hill country and leave the rock and uh, uh, just have the the native plants and you'll have open areas, and then in the spring you let the uh, Wildflowers grow, but right. uh, it's a little yeah a little harder to do it in the east side of the San Antonio area. 
Yeah. All right. Good Thanks, luck. Ray. Keep us informed, okay. will you? Yeah. Yeah, I will. Right. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. You bet. All right, okay. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Let's take the opportunity to take a quick break. Why don't you give us Already? a break? Already. Already. Time is flying by. Back in a moment, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Hey, listen, summer means color in San Antonio. And with Texas Superstar Plants, you can have plenty of color that you'll enjoy in the summer right here. Now, what's a Texas Superstar plant? These are plants that have been given the Texas Superstar designation because they've got a history, a track record of doing well in South Texas and San Antonio. Like Gold Star Esperanza or Texas Yellow Bells. You've seen them. This beautiful Texas Superstar attracts butterflies. Butterflies and hummingbirds, and it's on sale in the 12 inch pot for 1988. Millburgers has Lynn Legacy Sinisa on sale, Texas Sage, and this Texas Superstar is absolutely beautiful. In the five gallon container, it's now just 1788. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on zinnias. This Texas Superstar is gorgeous, and it's on sale for just 98 cents each in the four inch pot. You can choose from Lantana, Vitex, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Verde Road. We'll see you there. Come to Furniture Now. Furniture Now. Come to Furniture Now. Bring your truck and take it with you. Most deliveries are made the same day, even on Saturdays and Sundays. Yes, we deliver on Sundays. Furniture Now has a huge selection of sofas, bedrooms, dining rooms, kids' furniture, Serta mattresses, and Serta mattresses. No interest for up to four years. Furniture Now. Loop 1604 and Lookout Road. Next to Burlington. Next to Burlington. Or Evers Road and Loop 410. FurnitureNow.com. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And nothing is simple in this life, except when it comes to selling your house or buying your next home in San Antonio in the Hill Country. Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez has a better way to sell that house and save you thousands of dollars. It's the Help You Sell Low Set Fee program. Here's how it works. When you use Sergio Martinez and help you sell to buy or sell your next home, he won't charge you the standard 6% commission because it's simply not fair. For instance, the difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. Did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. With Help You Sell, you get the same service. You keep more money in your pocket, and you still get 100% of Sergio Martinez's 20 years plus of experience. Simple, right? Call Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez right now at 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. Hushillcountry.com for Help You Sell. Dennis Prager gives you the truth when the mainstream media won't. With its decision to ban kneeling during the national anthem, critics are accusing the NFL of prioritizing being in the good financial graces of mainstream America over the social justice passions of its players. This is mainstream media. This is a lie. What matters to us is honoring what is deserving of honor. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11, right before Michael Medved at 2, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. You give us a call and be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. A reminder, if you're looking for great quality compost, mulches, soils, uh, if you're looking for some of the hardscape like river rock or crushed granite, the place to go is over there, quality organic products. You can find them all. Or maybe out at Greg's Landscape. Isn't Greg the one we just talked to on the phone? Oh, no, Ray. Yeah, they can. Uh... Uh, with all the, uh, the rock. <laughs> yeah, so we'll. we'll, we'll no. You want, to, you want the, 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 the organic rock. Yeah. yeah I, don't know, I don't know what Ray has. No, you want to go over to Quality Organic Products, and they'll help you out with uh, all kinds of great stuff. Go to qualityorganicproducts.com, where you're going to learn about uh, all the uh, all the products they have, the different soils, the different composts, the mulches that he's developed. And the thing that uh, I think kind of is the uh, proof in the pudding, if you will, is that... Uh, 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 sorry, the uh, Todd. I'm sorry, I couldn't remember Todd's name for a second. The Todd has uh, and Quality Organic Products sell to landscapers throughout San Antonio for the jobs that they do, uh, and nurseries like Millburgers and stuff like that. And so, these are people whose livelihood depends on the quality of the material they get. So, um, Todd's uh, helping them out, and uh, they're buying from him. So you're getting that same quality uh, product, even though your livelihood doesn't depend on it. Your yard does. So head on over to Quality Organic Products. A quarter mile outside of Loop 1604, uh, just about a bay on the left-hand side, just about a quarter mile outside the loop. And you can call them at 210-651-0200, 210-651-0200. All right, our phone number again, 210-308-8867. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons sitting on the porch out here at Millburgers just talking gardening. So give us a call. Let's see if we can't help you at 210-308-8867. The breeze is pretty nice right here for today. is much more comfortable see than yesterday. Yeah. He's coming around. He is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you gonna if you got to be... Put up with 90 degrees plus. I mean, it's nice when you got a little breeze coming in from this side. Milton, did you ever get your lawn situation worked out? What was my lawn? Oh, no. You sent some pictures? That was somebody else's lawn they sent me. That was uh, someone who I I work with. Do they have a dog? No, I don't think so. Okay. Did you think that was a dog damage? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, but their their neighbor has it, too. and Their neighbor's is worse, he said. Oh, is it, what was it? Was it San Augustine? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're seeing little... You said it was brown patch. Yeah, we're seeing little brown... Um, my neighbors, one of those of uh, waters, if you... Um, they have the uh, little low spots, and then it settles in there. Now, they've done... It's not nearly as bad as last year, so... No, yeah. But that can happen... But we th- we think of that as certainly unusual with this kind of uh, this time of the year. We've gotten a lot of questions too about well, people that have listened to us over the years and then said, well, sure looks like what, um, brown patch them. Should they not water in the evening? And if you got that kind of a symptom, you know, that's probably better if you don't water until it gets cleared up. But that's. <clears throat> That, that we wouldn't expect that that would be a problem this time of the year. But, but we're told what we're talking about is a brown, a circular kind of areas, yeah. and uh, that expands. Yeah, that's growing 
and uh, the grass is still live in there, but it's right. you can see it, especially if you get a little ways away, you can see it. Right. Not as distinct as you see in the fall. Right. But you you can see these areas. And part of it, part of it can be lower and uh, compact soil sometimes too. Oh. What, what do you recommend? F stop. Yeah, I just I I'd take one of the soil um, fungicides and should stop the spread. Yeah. And uh, then I was thinking, I was counting on the weather to to be a factor. Clear it up. Yeah. yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I, Jerry, I saw in um, Neil Sperry's article, he talked about a, a wintergreen Yonimus as a ground cover. He was raving about it. I don't even know what that is. I don't I didn't either. <laughs> and, of course, uh, at, at least one of our uh, listeners sent me an email and said, would that work for his yard? I asked Trace about it, too. And Chase, Chase thinks it's uh, sensitive to our heat, but he he hasn't seen it in the trade here much either. So I looked it up on the internet, and uh, for an, and, and they talked about it as a uh, oh that as a uh, one of them said it was a garish <laughs> kind, of, kind of ground cover, but they did they didn't talk about it any kind of sensitivity to. To basic soils or to the, hmm. the heat, so I haven't been able to uh, find out. But what we're talking about is uh, sometimes people mention plants that they hear about from someplace else, and then we're not familiar with them, but we are usually suspicious because through the years there's been some lots of good horticulturists in this area and a very aggressive industry, and so. You suspect that a plant that has been successful in other places will have been tested here, right? And uh, did not perform to that to that satis- to their satisfaction. So uh, that's sometimes what happens. Is usually what happens. But th- that doesn't mean that so one could slip couldn't slip by us. Yeah. Um, he also uh, Neil also mentioned in his. Uh in my essay uh, this yesterday in yesterday's paper, he's talking about uh, early blight or alternaria fungus uh, killing some tomatoes. Now we haven't had any reports of that this year here because I, I think there, we've had we've had a little bit of rain, but not not a not a constant overcast uh, that keeps the leaves moist for. 24 hours or so, but uh, which which stimulates uh, fungus disease or fungus growth. So uh, I don't think we've had that problem down here, where where the leaves leaves are dying from the bottom up on the on the tomato, and yeah. uh, we've we've had it in a lot in the past. And I think we have seen uh, spider mites. Yeah, yeah, we've seen yeah. spider mites. Yeah. And, and stink the, bugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stink bugs. I think on the spider mites, too, the, um, the good news is that we got, you got your tomatoes in early. Yeah. You probably yeah. harvested everything. Yeah, you beat them. Yeah. And so you're, you're maybe at the point. We're all reluctant. I even, you know, I assessed my tomatoes again yesterday, and I said, I mean, there's very, there are very few 
uh, there's not a lot of fruit still on there. I said, and the leaves look look bad. I should just pull them. But no, there I am, hand watering them. <laughs> I mean, I'll just give them one more day. You know, I don't know what what that's going to result in, but I know there's a lot of gardeners just like that out there. You've got some big ones left. No, fairly big ones. I got some. Uh, Got some medium size left, a uh, little less than the Sunbright uh, champion size, but not yeah. that many. But I would just pick them, too. All right, 210-308-8867. Greg is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi there, Greg. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. How are you, gentlemen? Good. What's going on? Well, this uh, uh, January of this year, late January, I planted uh, a couple of peach trees. So I'm up around Dallas. I'm actually east of Dallas. Um, but I think you'll, that, that won't really bear anything on the, the question. So these were out of three-gallon pots, and I wasn't expecting either tree to produce any fruit this year. Um, I bought a Sam Houston and an Alberta. And so both of them... <laughs> Well, where'd you get that Alberta? In Houston? Uh, no, it is a local gardening center. In San Antonio? No, it, it's I'm up east of Dallas. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. So, so once I got them planted, they started leafing out and and actually started putting on fruit uh, or buds. So I kind of pinched them off just to, I really wanted the trees to grow this year, really didn't care about fruit, but the Sam Houston grew peaches, um, and they ripened, and they were great. They weren't huge, but they were good. On the Alberta, they've they've grown fruits, and they've gotten to about the size of golf balls, and but they've not ripened. They're just kind of that lime green color, and they've stayed that way for a month. So my question is, do you think... That's just a, it's a young tree, and it wasn't really supposed to produce mature fruit yet? Or is there something I should be concerned about with that? Well, there's there's a couple options there. Well, let's, let's see. There's a, real com- a lot of com- complications there. The Alberta um, generally does not get enough chill to, to go ahead and uh, bloom and have fruit in most of Texas and so that would be kind of suspicious then the other thing that every time we hear it Jerry and I hear that uh, it indicates that maybe a rootstock has taken over the top and so the rootstock like Nemagard rootstock they uh, they'll put on little little fruit and they just stay green forever and ever and ever way into the fall never ripen and Either if you don't have any of the, the right top on it, you you just may as well toss them. A lot of times they'll be, if you can find a branch that's still got the uh, desirable top on them, you can cut all the rest of that off. Now, if it was... They probably missed the bud when yeah. they were budding them. Yeah, it could be. That, that happens a lot of times in commercial um, I'm, operations. I'm trying to think. Of Alberta's normally end of June. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You how, how long? Say, how long have those little peaches been on there? Over a month. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. They we got blooms um, in. I'm going to say March, early April. 
Good and Lord. then we start, and yeah, and soon after that, we started, because we went, we had a really kind of cool April up here, mm-hmm. but then once May 1st started, man, it just, it went from cool to hot. Um, and so yeah. they, they started growing fruits really quick, um, but it's like they just got the golf ball size and just quit, and they're hard as a rock. I mean, yeah, that, don't, that, that doesn't sound like our Alberta blooming that early. Now, I've got some yeah. June golds that still have fruit on them, and I was a little afraid that they might, but they're they're finally getting some size mm-hmm. and some color now. They're just a month behind, basically. Yeah. Well, just hang yeah. on to them, and, and uh, we're, we're kind of skeptical that they're going to ever size up because they, yeah. they should be sizing. What is it? They have two or three, two or three uh, size spurts. I remember Calvin Lyons used to, Doctor Calvin Lyons used to talk about. Well, they have swells, right? Is that what y'all call it? Swells. I can't, I can't even remember anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was my uh, major professor. There you go. How soon we forget? <laughs> but anyway, uh, they may swell up if they don't. If they stay small and green that long. You've got a Nemegard, Nemegard rootstock, which will never, never be be worth anything. Okay. You don't remember the flowers? Yeah. Were they real light pink? Yeah, they were. They were pink. Really yeah, light. A lot pink. Yeah, it's pretty. Nemegard flowers are pretty distinctive. Pretty pale. But yeah, I'm with you, Jerry. Yeah. I think uh, just give it a little longer on your test, and then you'll have to you'll have to determine your. Uh, Real Grande, or oh no, your Sam Houston though. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it, one that it, does it fairly great. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, now, it, how, how how many of the how many of these golf ball size peaches do we have on there? Oh, on a small tree. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about fifteen to twenty. I I was really adamant about pinching a lot of blooms off this Good. year. I just wanted Good. I wanted the trees to grow. Like I yeah, said, I didn't you, care about fruit. So the trees have taken off. I mean, I've got some wonderful green new wood, Great. as they call it. Um, Great. And so I, I'll probably just give it a year. You know, I may try to plant another Sam Houston next next winter just to kind of hedge my bet, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I hate to pull up a plant just for one one season, you know, and, yeah. a, and a young plant, too. So why, why don't you try La Feliciana up in that area? I may do that. There's a there's a grower out in Lindale, which isn't too far from here. Bob Wells Nursery. Have y'all heard of? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. We know it well. Yeah, suppose right. he, he has some wonderful stock, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does. Could the amount of fruit he left on it make a? I mean, I, I would think that they wouldn't it's size a, up very quickly if he left too many fruit. No, mm-hmm. that's what I was I was getting getting ready to tell him to thin the fruit, but uh, I, I don't think. This time, this time of the year, they would color at least. They would color at least, even even they they colored small. Yeah, well, um, I can say the, the the ants don't even care about eating the fruit. That's that's, <laughs> that's how unripe they are. We're <laughs> good. Alrighty, thanks, uh, Greg. Man, let let, it, let us it, know if they if they ever ripen. Okay, we'll do. You give us a call back. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Sir. Trains. I saw a big, um, look like a, fi- a three-gallon container of uh, annual sunflowers, or were they? Uh, yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, for that you, can, you can actually see them from here. Yeah, or at least I can. I don't know if you can. Oh, yeah. Right behind the pool area. Cool. So people wouldn't have to go steal the seed any place. No. And, uh, that was almost the plant of the weekend. Weekend. Oh. No. <laughs> because that's a great that's a great uh, butterfly and hummingbird plant. And uh, I just never, I didn't. Sometimes we've had the seed. I think we have the seed for the uh, annual. It gets to be six or seven feet tall. And uh It'll keep coming back if you let it uh, every year, but uh, well, that's cool. You could get, and you, if they put that out in their landscape, you'll immediately, if there's any of the lesser goldfinches in the neighborhood, they'll find oh, it. Right? Okay. Cardinals love it. Neat. Definitely a good bird attractive. Yeah. Well, Trace is obviously up on the porch with us, and uh, we'll find out more about the plants of the weekend and some other stuff. What's going on, Trace? Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful day here. Um, lots of color. The crepe myrtles are really kicking in. Yeah, aren't they, though? We, we started bringing a few of these uh, larger specimens up front so people could see the color on them. And uh, so it's definitely going to be a great show on crepe myrtles this year. And uh, Yeah, around San Antonio, you mean? Yes. Yeah, I, I've seen them now as I'm driving around, and some of them just, they're... They're spectacular, full of blooms. Uh, some whites and pinks, uh, some deep reds. And I'm guessing, by the way, if anybody likes whites, pinks, deep reds, you, you've got them here <laughs> uh, at Millburg. We do. Yeah, there you go. And then some. And, and they're in bloom. I mean, uh, a lot of people, uh, I, I can't imagine it, but a lot of people don't trust the nourishment trace. Can you imagine such a thing? And and so now, for those of you who don't trust the tags, and tags get mixed up, mm-hmm. uh, now's the time to get to get them. Are they on sale this weekend? They were last week. I think they were last week, but I think they're not. Not this week. Uh, but the uh, you can you can get the color of bloom that you like. We saw we saw one of the uh, uh, tomato, top tomato uh, winners the other day spending it. I think it was the heaviest, the heaviest guy, and he had a beautiful. I mean, it was a almost a fluorescent uh, uh, crape myrtle in his that was full bloom, solid full bloom. So. Uh, uh, he got that, I imagine. And, well, we want to remind everybody, too, the color you want, but also get the size you want. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to be fighting with you, you, your crepe myrtles. You shouldn't be a pruning uh, problem every single year. They right. Mean, if you pick the right size, they get, they grow to that size and, and bloom and uh, shouldn't be an issue. And it will be a problem every year because you, you, I, I saw a person cut out a, one of the prettiest, uh, uh, what's the white one? Uh, Natchez. Natchez. Prettiest Natchez. And Natchez gets to be a big tree. And uh, they went in there. Just 30 cut, feet tall. Yeah. They went in there and cut that thing. I mean, almost to the ground. Well, then they then. Uh, and I, I would say, you know, I was. It was across the fence from where I used to drive up to, in the in the in the in my daughter's old house, and I said, "Well, that that guy's worked that Kramer. That that thing'll never come back." Next year, bam! I mean, full of white, uh, just beautiful white blooms, and so it came back. And interesting enough, it uh, came. It retained the 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 shape. Hmm. 
you know, a lot of times when you cut them down, because uh, Neil Sperry and Greg Grant are out of the nuts on um, great murder, you know, where they're cutting, cutting them back to small stem. But I, I think that's one of the only trees that would respond to something like that and still... Uh, Still put on a show, still bloom and uh, and live through it. So, uh, and re- and remember, people, they're all the same size in the nursery. When you come to the nursery to buy a uh, crape myrtle, they're all the same size. So you have to look on the little chart. You no, got charts. We got signs on most of them. Most of them have tags as well. That, oh, the tags uh, on the tag. Yeah, good. I, uh, I, uh, I was looking at the McKinney, uh, Texas, uh, Cray Myrtle Capital of the World uh, site, and uh, Neil Sperry put together a list of uh, uh, the best performing Cray Myrtles in the area. So I've, I've got a copy. I, I don't have access to a printer right now. But I made a copy of of the one. I'm gonna bring them out here, and we're gonna compare them to the crepe murders that y'all have. Okay. And then it'll eventually get on plan answers. Huh? Yeah. And the ones we have. Yeah. And that's one thing about crepe myrtles. They uh, const. There's a lot of development of different bloom of different blooms, different sizes, uh, different resistances to mildew. So you'll, you've got access to new varieties every year. So that kind of information is, has to be uh, exactly what Jerry's talking about, kept up to, up to date, and Millburgers does a good job of doing that. Well, Trey, so what's the plan to the weekend? Weekend, weekend, weekend. Lynn Lowry's Legacy. And it's on sale. Texas well, I heard Milton talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, so why, Milton, so why are Milton, all those... Milton's a believer in that plant. How I come am. they're all blooming, Milton? What's that? How come they're all blooming? Because there's rain. There's rain somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard something about a ten, possible yeah. chance of rain tonight. I heard it, too. It's on, uh, if you look on Yahoo's weather, it says it. I'll go look on AccuWeather, but I just trust the Sinisa. But if you want you know me to confirm this... I can go look at uh, AccuWeather, but otherwise I trust the Sinisa. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so why is uh, Lynn's Legacy special? Well, they're hard to find, so yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes it a great plant for the weekend. And it's blue. It's blue instead of purple. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's got a nice eye. foliage, real it's got low a water nice, nice shape. Oh, yeah. And then we were telling the story yesterday, and Milton, I think you were there when we were doing the radio show. Out at Mitchell Lake. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we, people. Uh, we kind of looked over there. Took us a while to figure out what the plant was. It just didn't look like a normal Sinisa because of the color and the shape. Yeah. And of course, the the butterflies and the hummingbirds loved it. Well, we weren't the only ones because people would, we were on the porch and people were walking back and forth and they would just, I mean, literally it would stop the show because it would people would be like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw it at the botanical garden, I was riding on the cart with. Uh, Paul Cox, mm-hmm. and uh, it was up on the hill up there on the, the observatory, and uh, I th- I thought it was an old uh, uh, azalea. Oh my goodness! It was that it was that full bloom and that that full of bloom and uh, 
And uh, with that blue color, I thought it was an azalea. Now, this is an example, and we talked about this yesterday, too, example of one of the plants that looks much better planted than it just doesn't lend itself to containers as, right. as well. But I even mean, it the, still looks good in a container. Yeah, they look good. It's not, it's not like some of the others that are almost looks like they're bred to be good looking in a container. And they certainly sell easier when they look good in a container. But uh, this this is, uh, I think this is really a exceptional plant. And if you if you like the Sinise's way, the way they're blooming now, come in and look at this one and that blue color. And uh, uh, you won't be sorry if you get No, that's a good one. Uh, speaking of not not no. change the subject, but well, just real quick, it's on sale in the five gallon container for seventeen eighty eight. So you can come in. How many do we have? I was started with a hundred, so okay. uh, I didn't do a count. I know there's still some over there. Good. All right. So you can call ahead at four nine seven three seven six zero four nine seven three seven six zero, or you just come on by. And that sale is good through Monday. Okay. Oh, thanks for saying that. Cool. Sorry, Jerry. They need to pick it up yeah. on Tuesday. We can write a ticket and. Uh, and still give them that price. Okay. Oh, okay. Is that, is that all the all the blue angels sitting together? The the few of them down there, yes. Uh, is that all that left? Out of a couple hundred, yeah. Well, I guess that's good. <laughs> when, they, when they went in the bloom, there was like one on every cart going out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, we talk about blue angel athias. So there's a few left, and the whites are starting to bloom now. Uh, yeah, I saw a white blooming yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we walked by them. I could walk mm-hmm. by them going and coming to the to the radio show, and uh, there used to be a lot down there, but uh, they're fewer and fewer. So if you've put off getting a blue angel out, you'd be better. You better hustle on up here and and get you one before before they're they're all gone. And and I think that I think they're all gone for this year, aren't they? I don't think I can get any more. Uh, no, that's what I mean. That'll be next uh, January, February. Yeah, yeah. Before uh, we have access again. Well, and that may be another one where you want to call the nursery at four nine seven three seven six zero and tell them to put aside a blue angel alfia for you or two. Uh, and white angel. And, and our white angel. Okay, blue or white angel. Four nine seven three seven six zero. Yeah, give them a call and say, hey, okay, I'll be on by there Tuesday, tomorrow or Tuesday or uh, no, it doesn't matter because they're not on sale. And uh, let's remind everybody too that all the butterfly plants are here. Uh, there's uh, at least at least three different porter weeds over there. It looks like, all, and they're blooming. Uh, then there's, uh, I think we got at least two different kinds of. Uh, there's some right there. Uh, there's tropical milkweed, and then we've got uh, tuberosa, don't we? We have tuberosa and small ones, and there's actually, I think, two, maybe three varieties over there in the tropical, like a silky gold, oh, I think, is one of them. Several colors. Yep. Cool. And then we've got uh, mist flower. Yes. And then the, the, I just brought that up, the sunflowers that uh, just look yeah. spectacular in a container there. You're like going to have an instant uh, butterfly. Almost bouquet. Yeah. It's just it's, it's that's cool, and then let's see what else. Oh, the zinnias. Zinnias, yeah. Zinnias. They're not on sale anymore, are they? Mm-hmm. They are. Oh, good. So ninety-eight cents. You can get one of those nice dream dreamland zinnias. Yeah. Full bloom. And then we've got big ones too. Uh, Even bigger showy. Passion vine. Got some red passion vine. And you can, if you want to see, 
what a certified butterfly garden looks like, how you can, and this, this one's about 200 square feet, uh, so you could do the same kind of arrangement at your house. It has landscape appeal and also has all the plants you need to really attract a lot of butterflies. And while you're looking at it, you'll you'll notice that. We do have chairs over there, too, yeah. big chairs that you can sit in and mm-hmm. uh, and just survey the area. Now, of course, we we don't even have to go over there. It's not that far away, but we don't have to go over there. There's a humming, because we humming, see the, humming bird. Yeah, good eyes. Hummingbirds. Yeah, good eyes. <laughs> and the giant swallowtails have been cruising through here. Uh, what else did I see? Uh, well, one of the black swallowtails, uh, pipevine. I saw pipevine mm. swallowtail and and uh, gulf fritillaries that like the passion vine. Hey, we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Bull Road. Hey, listen, summer means color in San Antonio. And with Texas Superstar Plants, you can have plenty of color that you'll enjoy in the summer right here. Now, what's a Texas Superstar plant? These are plants that have been given the Texas Superstar designation because they've got a history, a track record of doing well in South Texas and San Antonio. Like Gold Star Esperanza or Texas Yellow Bells. You've seen them. This beautiful Texas Superstar attracts butterflies and hummingbirds, and it's on sale in the 12-inch pot for $19.88. Millburgers has Lynn Legacy Sinisa on sale, Texas Sage, and this Texas Superstar is absolutely beautiful. In the five-gallon container, it's now just $17.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Zinnias. This Texas Superstar is gorgeous, and it's on sale for just $0.98 cents each in the four-inch pot. You can choose from Lantana, Vitex, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Verde Road. We'll See you there. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't know the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Don't wait. Call now. 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers with some good news and some bad news. The good news is that fine jewelry lasts forever. It can always be made to look like new or easily redesigned. Here's the bad news. How much jewelry have you got sitting around in drawers needing work? That's money sitting there, and it isn't doing you any good. You have a pendant want a ring? We can do it. Have a bracelet want a ring? We can do it. And more good news. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, most repairs cost less than a nice lunch. Major renovation or a whole new look?
look a lot less than you think. Mark Sadowski Jewelers' creativity and execution is the best in the country. Want some more good news? Right now we're offering 20% off on all jewelry repairs just for asking. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio since 1933. That's 85 years. On Northwest Military Highway near Wurzbach Parkway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Or visit us online at SadowskiJewelers.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, if you're looking to get rid of those bugs in your yard, roaches or spiders, I've uh, heard a couple of folks uh, complaining about spiders in their yard, uh, then you need to... Uh, Get on over and call Spider-Man Pest Control today. Uh, Spider-Man Pest Control has been helping folks out since 1976. Can they call today? What's that? Actually, you could call today and just leave a message. They're closed, but you could call today and leave a message, and somebody will get back with you first thing Monday. Look at here's another one of the sunflowers going. Oh, good. Yeah, not pretty. Uh, Spider-Man can help you get rid of those roaches, or uh, if you've got mosquitoes in your yard, Spider-Man's got a new system that he's really proud of. We were talking about that on Wednesday, and folks are really eating it up. Uh, they they like the the, uh, the way it works and its system of working. They uh, it's basically sort of a, like a like a bait system. Uh, mosquitoes fly in, get a little of the, the chemical or uh, on their uh, their feet. Uh, they spread it around the yard for you. Sure it's their feet or their bodies or their yeah. wings. No, see, that's why you need to call Spider-Man and ask him for details. But basically... <laughs> you think he looked at their feet? <laughs> I think he did. He, he inspects every foot of every mosquito. Well, it kills the ones that get it on their feet or whatever there are, and it kills the ones that uh, that land on the leaves that they've also landed on. So uh, it's a great system. It's used by Disney World and Disneyland. That's what helped uh, Warren to go, you know what, this is going to be good. And it has been. So if you've got mosquito problems or just any insect problems, call them at 210. Termites, termites. Absolutely, termites. 210-656-3721. Go SpidermanPest.com is the website. And honestly, go by, call them today, and they'll call you back Monday. And uh, then you can start start getting yourself some uh, help with those bugs that are bugging you. Do those contaminated mosquitoes walk on the other mosquitoes? I mean, no, since it's on their feet. It's not like ants. It's No, no, they, they, they spread it. I thought it was the are feet. They, are they touching? I mean, they're rubbing up <clears throat> against one another. Uh, I, you'll have you to call just Warren. Move on. You could just move on, though. <laughs> I could. We'll call Warren and find out what they're doing. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> But anyway, 210 308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're broadcasting you, on 867-210-308-8867. You can ask Warren all those questions uh, when you get a chance. All right. Uh, who, a, who a dare? Yeah, I don't know. After that, What was that big uh, uh, hibiscus that was going by? Do you see it? I, I was seeing it. It looked, it looked like a, a peppermint flare. You know, no, the, I think you're right. You know, the other thing that was, has been looking good, and there's some right where they the Angelonia, Angelonia, Angelonia uh, that I kind of, it's generally not my favorite, but they're these in the uh, 
one-gallon or larger containers. Mm-hmm. Just a nice shape and uh, distinct. You know, the, I saw a white one that was spectacular, and there's some pink ones and uh, some more whites. Yeah, already. people will buy a lot of those. And uh, that's another plant that uh, hummingbirds like. Oh, yeah. Butterflies, too. There's a hummingbird flying around out here. And the deer. I've been seeing him the whole time. Now, if, we've been up here. At least in my neighborhood, the deer don't eat them. So. Angeloni? Yeah. Huh. We did a test, don't you remember, a few years ago? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I think uh, other neighborhoods, too, they fared well. But, uh, and I, I that may have been as uh, back in 2000. Look at that, Jerry. Look at those, Jerry. Yeah. It may have been back in 2011 because the, the, uh, didn't they didn't uh, make it all the way through the through the drought for that year but gosh yeah not that. those look spectacular well milton you know yeah. what gets everybody con- really upset at this time of the year <laughs> what please let's make everybody upset what's that <laughs> uh, when their nuts start dropping uh-huh and uh on the pecans you mean yeah of course okay sure uh Neil Fair had a question. Said, "Why would my pecans be falling now, early June? Every day I find a bunch more. This is the first uh, first year that my young tree has had any pecans. They they have a uh, anytime the weather the anytime they have a uh, a drought or a sudden leaf sudden heat and poor pollination." And overproduction can cause cause it to to drop. Also, stink bugs or oh. leaf-footed bugs. The other thing that's dropping are the leaves with our uh, the little aphid. Uh, what what are what is that? The gall. The aphid. The gall that's on the. Yeah. What what are? I can't remember the name of it. Phylloxera. 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 Oh. Yeah. So on my trees, I haven't seen the nuts fall yet, but all those leaves that had phylloxera yeah, are dropping. Yeah, that's true. So the tree, is, just like Jerry said, the tree is making these decisions about what can we support you know, for self-preservation. So these phylloxera leaves usually might stay on through the year, but uh, when, when they're stressed, that's the first ones that drop because they're right. sufficient. Yeah. So you'll see, that that's kind of crunchy. That's what I thought when I read Neil's article there. I kind of thought, are they sure it's the nuts or is it just the flocks or leaves? Yeah. But, yeah, it could be both, especially a young tree. Like yeah, that. yeah. Hey, we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210. We'll finish that up in a minute. 210. We finished it. Oh, then we won't finish it up. We finished it. 210 308 8867. Hey, a reminder lots of stuff going on at Millburgers almost every weekend. And you can learn all about all the activities by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. Back in a moment, 210 308 8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And uh, we encourage you to come on by and visit with us, ask a gardening question in person, or you call us at 210-308-8867. And so you all need to be on your best behavior. Be- Why? Because um, uh, someone, my, so I was in a service fraternity, APO, in college. It's a co-ed fraternity, and my little sister uh, is visiting from California. That's where she lives now. Her name is Holly, and they're visiting, and they're listening. So, you know. Oh, man. So she looks up I to me. I wish she had warned us. Well, now, she, she wasn't listening until 1. She said, I'll tune in at 1. Okay. And, you know. Oh, good. Yeah, quite you often know, it takes us a little time to, to, to kind of go. To become respectable and well, yeah, I, yeah, you know, she respects me, and you know, I've, I've, I've earned that. Well, she she thinks thinks a lot of me, oh. so I don't want to change her mind during yeah. the course of the show. So uh, you know, just we can be- change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, so if y'all would just be on your best behavior, so okay. so Holly, hope you're listening. Okay, I'm waving at the microphone right now. <laughs> All right, two one zero. I can't think of anything to say that's really uh, respectful. No, <laughs> just just well, just try not to say anything disrespectful. Oh, okay, <laughs> we, we got past the pecan question. Yeah, that was good. Oh, goodness. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it goes back to Jerry, who was once told by I think someone at this nursery. If you can't say something nice about it, <laughs> maybe don't say anything at all. You know what? You know another thing to change the subject here that we don't talk about it much, but the, the caladium uh, uh-huh. selection is really nice over there. There are a whole, a whole bunch of different colors, and uh, I've seen some folks kind of a nice uh, filler, filler for the shade and uh, yeah, and the heat. Uh, go go in the uh, cyclamen area. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I used to do. I used to put the cyclamen in the winter, and the uh, caladiums. Caladiums in the. But now I've, uh, of course, fallen in love with the whopper begonias. So, there you go. Uh, and the whopper seems to to be uh, less towards the end of the summer is less uh, demanding in terms of the drought. I mean, it seems oh, to wow. respond well. Might it might just be my uh, soil situation or just my watering patterns, but I've had some great luck with the whopper. But uh, caladiums are another good choice. Now, does the whopper like full sun, summer sun, Texas summer sun? If does it like it? Well, because uh, we left ours out, and now it looks like their leaves are burned off a little bit. Yeah, they're coming. It's coming back. It you left it out. Where was it before? It was kind of in a shady spot. Yeah. With a little indirect sunlight, and then it went to... Um, direct sun. Yeah, out in that afternoon sun. It was not yeah, happy. That, Woo, it was unhappy. That, that they, if you mean. start them, they're just like the little ones, though. If you start them out early yeah. in the year in that kind of a situation, they... They seem to be they do just just as well as the little ones in the sun. But you can't move them in. No, move them, change the uh, intensity of the sun. Mm-hmm. Now, so, if 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 you put it back in the shade, which you know, we a have partial shade, you can just cut those leaves off. Okay, and it's almost uh, repairing itself. I mean, it's not healing where they well, burn, yeah. but the new leaves are coming on. And, right, that's what I mean. You can just yeah. cut the old ones off if they're bothering you. Nah, um, we're okay. It just, you know, we'll cut them off. But okay, I'm just, I'm just impressed with that plant. Yeah, that's a good one. You almost just blooms it, it all just the time. Takes abuse, 
has beautiful flowers, nice, nice pretty leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you forget to water it, it, it forgives you. If you leave it out in the hot sun, it forgives you. <laughs> I'm not suggesting you do any of those. <laughs> but that's a typical pattern of a, of Milton cultural. <laughs> that's right. Uh, remember, there are people listening. Oh, oh Holly is listening. And, and, so just, and it's, yes. it's part of Milton's research effort. That, oh, nice. See, that's yeah, very good. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that that's so <laughs> important to our success, our 22 years success <laughs> yes. here on the radio. Uh-huh. On the plants he's killed, and we've learned a lot from that. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Neil, had a, Neil Sperry had a question about uh, uh, live oak. Uh, Growing under the, growing under the, lifting up the concrete, uh, live oak roots are starting to push up the bricks. Uh, and Neil Neil told him to uh, to uh, he 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 made it a lot more complicated than uh, than I think it actually is. When you get when you get a, it, it depends on how big the root is. But uh, and I, I need to ask Mark Peterson this same thing. Uh, you know, well, Neil Neil said uh, said that uh, to wait wait until fall to do it. Uh, that that's probably the ideal way to do it. But uh, by fall, it's going to get bigger and push the bricks up even more. If it were mine. Uh, uh, and this picture, this picture is interesting because it shows the grass is dead where the root is, which which means that the the root probably pushed the uh, right at the, the, gra- the grass out of the surface of the grass up and dried it out and, and killed it. So what I would do if it was mine is to just dig dig around that area. And uh, dig that root out and cut it back about uh, a couple of feet back. Yeah, and based on that picture and the fact that it's a live oak, yeah, I don't think it's it's worthy of uh, requiring any uh, really arborist attention. I mean, because you know, live oaks are uh, in the construction boom in San Antonio and 20 years ago. You know, live oaks were kind of manipulated and uh, went through stress but uh, a lot of them most of them fared pretty well so it's one of the most tolerant and uh, I, i'm with you jerry i would just do it at, at this point and i wouldn't expect any any adverse any, right, effect no. now if it were, the, the only as we mentioned before the only variety that like post oaks are real sensitive but they're generally not in landscapes anyway they're in uh, rural Right, rural areas, but cedar elm is real tolerant. Uh, uh, most of uh, Texas red oak is pretty tolerant to most most of the most of the oaks can uh, put up with some uh, pruning of roots. Neil said you could also have a certified arborist determine the size of any roots headed that way and aim to remove one one or more this fall after the peak water demand season of summer has passed. The arborist might be able to install a deep root barrier to keep the roots from 
coming back toward the drive. Well, you could do that for any kind of plastic sheeting, plexiglass sheeting uh, to keep the roots from uh, penetrating and headed back toward the the driveway. But, uh, you know, a lot of times I wonder about the people that send in these questions and and the the answers that some of us give about... uh, contact and have a certified arborist come out to your house. How much do you think that's going to cost you? Well, if you've got... A couple of hundred dollars or more? I don't... Generally, it doesn't cost you anything, depending on what you're... If if you've got an arborist to come out and look and uh, diagnose your problem and then give you an estimate on doing the work, they usually don't charge you anything. Now, whether this is a little different because this is not something an arborist usually would do, the, yeah. the root stuff, and then maybe that would, maybe that kind of an assessment would cost. But uh, um, most neighborhoods uh, have one or two arborists that work with the neighborhoods uh, all the time and uh, are anxious to continue, so they they kind of are possessive. You know, if you have a... If you have a question, any question, call us up and we'll come look at it for you because they expect that they'll that the, in the end they'll business, make, huh? yeah, they'll get some business. I don't know. I don't think I would. I guess I wouldn't expect. Because I don't think I would call an arborist to do to look at that. But yeah, I don't think it's worth it to call in an arborist. Just dig the root out, uh, uh, dig the root out, and and cut it back. Two, or, feet, two, three feet. Or when you when you call in the arborist to do some, give you an estimate on something else, you you got a list of three or four other issues. Well, what there do you, you think go. about this? That that mm-hmm. that they generally are pretty comfortable doing. Yeah. Hi, did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Can we ask it on the air? Oh, you'll be it'll be easy. Okay, Mary, we'll talk for you. Hang on. Go ahead, Mary. You're on All here. All right. So I have a customer here who's got a white fungus at the base of her fig tree, fruit tree. And uh, last year, or a few years back, when we had that big deluge of rain after a week of rain, um, it rotted a lot of it out, and several of the trunks fell, and she has one left, and it's not looking good, she's saying. It's got that white fungus around the base. And she's concerned. She wants to keep it. Oh, a heavy blackland prairie, uh, not far from here. And uh, the top, what's this, the foliage on the top look like? The top was fully green, blooming. Uh, the buds look like actual figs, and so it was healthy. But when we had a heavy rain, it just kind of rooted the yeah. tree. That whole trunk just came out from the from the ground. I'd be a little nervous. But I, I think what all you can do is take advantage of it and enjoy it while it's there. How old is it? Is it real old? I just bought the house last year, oh. so I'm not sure how old the tree is. But I haven't seen actual figs on the tree yet oh. because the blooms look like figs, but they turn into the leaves. So hmm. I was hoping to save. It's it's a tree that ha- actually had three trunks to it. One trunk fell over. That one's gone. Now the- And then there's a healthy one left and then a dead one. So the dead one is kind of supporting the live one. There should be f- there should be a little fruit on it now, and there's not any fruit. There on. are blooms on it, but... No blooms on a fig. No bloom? There is no fig bloom. 
Well, Bloom, the fig is the bloom. Okay, well, it's full of green leaves, what's left, and um, there are little, it looks like little figs all over it, but it hasn't turned into edible fruit yet. Yeah, yeah, that, a lot of times, this kind of weather will, if it doesn't start raining, they will never turn into little, on a lot of the, a lot of the varieties, depending on, on the soil. I don't, I think, uh, I would not be optimistic, but I think I would just, uh, let it go and take advantage of it as long. But the, the good news is that you can put in a new fig and they grow so fast. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're tough. You can get a, you can pick the variety you want. and mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I'm going to try to keep that one trunk supported and water it. Do I need to, should I be watering? It's so, you know, dry right now. Yeah. I, it, it certainly wouldn't hurt. But your, yours is a little different situation because the, the threat sounds like it's that uh, it must have some kind of root rot in there. Right, root rot, yes. Soggy. Which, how do we get root rot here in the drought? Uh, because of your <laughs> heavy soil. Now, this, that's what, one of the wonderful things about our soil here. It's uh, not good enough to grow. Not, it's not very fertile or good enough to grow anything, but it's also uh, uh, does not allow water to pass through it, so it's not good mm-hmm. So it's not good overall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just, uh, I think just just uh, let it go. I can't think of anything you can do for it. Okay. Can you, Jer? No. All right, we got our answer. Thank you. All so right, much. thanks. Thank good you. luck. <laughs> All right, two one zero three. Hey, do you realize you were on the radio? You did great. There you go. Yeah. Are you there? Two one zero three zero eight. Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Thanks. Thank you. You bet. Ginger is on the line. Hi, Ginger. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Milton? Good. What's going on? Okay. First of all, I have a question for Jerry. Uh-oh. Uh, Jerry, down here at the garden center, I take care of the plants in the back. And in the back behind the fountain, I put in two VIP petunias, um, about March or, yeah, March. And, of course, they are in complete full bloom, beautiful everywhere. But I've heard you talk about cutting them back. And right now, this month, I don't have any wedding to worry about. So should I cut these back? They've grown over the pot, and they're hanging down to the ground. Uh, should they be trimmed back right now so they can rebloom? For a yes. dried next month? Yeah, yes. Uh, cut a, cut them in half. Back? Cut them in half. In half. Okay, cut them in half. Can those little now, now have you have you have you uh, are you fertilizing that pot? Uh, very little. Not well. Do I need to let, fertilize let's, it? Let's do let's do very lot. Very lot. Okay. Because <laughs> you've you got to stimulate that new growth on that petunia. Oh, okay. Now, now you, can use a, either, you can use a water-soluble fertilizer every time you water, uh-huh. like, uh, like miracle Grow or, uh, or Peter's 202020 uh, or uh, uh, Has to Grow. Mm-hmm. Mere Acid. Mere Acid. Hmm, okay. Every, every, every time you water. Okay. Now, 
they are I've never seen them before I've heard about it but I've never seen until this year these teeny tiny seeds right they are just all over them will those right. seeds, if I pitch them back in the pot will they make new petunias yeah, absolutely really <laughs> they reseed themselves wow. yes ma'am Wow, how awesome. They are gorgeous. They're just gorgeous. All right, and I you can a recommendation. I tell you what, when you cut when you when you cut them back in half, mm-hmm. take the take the uh the cuttings that you cut back and put them either put them in another pot or uh I mean just lay them in another pot or either put them out in a, a lawn area where you have some bare soil. And mm-hmm. uh, little little VIPs will come up. You know, yeah, they have they, they have their soil. <laughs> okay, they have just a lot of a uh, lot of seed per pod per. Uh, yeah, I guess that would be called a pod. Capsule. Yeah. Cap- Something like capsule. that. But they They're they must they must, they, they must have over a hundred seed per capsule. Hmm. I tell you, one of the ladies that volunteers here walked up to me. I was looking at him uh, a couple of weeks ago, and she said, Now, do you expect those things to go through the summer? And I looked at her, and I said, Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the, since, since they are producing so much seed, you definitely have to cut them back to uh, force okay. that vegetative growth, or they, they won't go through the summer. They'll die. Oh, Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So I must cut them back, and this weekend is okay time. Okay time. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Cut them in half. Oh, now, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a little secret. Uh, uh-huh. Trace here at Millburgers is having some uh, some uh, lower bush or VIP grown from seed as we speak, and they'll be ready and two to three weeks plants wow. transplants will be ready in two to three weeks that's fast well uh, no. they've been in they've been in two or three weeks okay so about in other words they've been planted two or three weeks yeah okay that so uh, awesome. you may you may want to get you some more yeah you and I, th- I, 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 th- I think they're growing pink too I'm well I'm sure yeah. I got them the seed so they're uh-huh. growing the pink and the uh, pink laurel bush and the uh, the purple laurel bush. Wonderful. It's awesome. not purple. I love it. I don't know what color. I have what one color? more pot that I need. What, what, co- what color is that? What color is that petunia? I think it's like fuchsia, kind of. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like purpley, what? Fuchsia. Oh, fuchsia. Purpley pink, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I love Alrighty. it. It's gorgeous. And one, one more thing. Wait, oh, wait, is, wait. Hold on, Milton. Is, is this for Calvin? Calvin? Well, yes. Calvin's helping somebody off here. Hang on a sec. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you. You okay. can tell Calvin. Okay. Because I'm calling in my Purple Martin report. I'm the one that does the birds, too, but that's at my house. Yeah, we you got, got the birds in Holotus, right? No, Floresville. Oh, Floresville. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I pulled the house down yesterday and counted. Yeah. I have 20 babies, and what's weird 
if some of them have no uh, pin feathers, they just have pin feathers right now, no real feathers, and some of them are about ready to fly. Have them all eight, and I've got oh my gosh, twenty babies. Twenty? How big is your house? Uh, it'll hold sixteen. I threw out three sparrow nests. One was empty, and so that means I've got twelve mature adult pairs and twenty baby pairs. Twenty babies. All right, that's going to be so neat. Be sure you tell Calvin. Okay, I'm going to tell him during the break. Yeah, or I'll tell I'll tell him when we come back from the break. I'll surprise him. Okay, Milton. Okay, Thank thanks, Ginger. You, guys. you take care. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Frank, hang on the line. Don't go anywhere. We're going to answer your question right after this. On Millburgers Gardening South Texas, I'm Milton Glick with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Cherry Parsons on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Bull Road. Hey, listen, summer means color in San Antonio. And with Texas Superstar Plants, you can have plenty of color that you'll enjoy in the summer right here. Now, what's a Texas Superstar plant? These are plants that have been given the Texas Superstar designation because they've got a history, a track record of doing well in South Texas and San Antonio. Like Gold Star Esperanza or Texas Yellow Bells. You've seen them. This beautiful Texas Superstar attracts both butterflies and hummingbirds and it's on sale in the 12 inch pot for 1988 millburgers has lynn legacy sinisa on sale texas sage and this texas superstar is absolutely beautiful in the five gallon container it's now just 1788 this week at millburgers you'll save on zinnias this texas superstar is gorgeous and it's on sale for just 98 cents each in the four inch pot you can choose from lantana vitex and much much more at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 and bull verde road We'll see you there. Attention homeowners. There's never been a better time to permanently fix your pipe leaks, low water pressure, or rusty water by repiping your home today. Repipe Specialist has been repiping homes for over 27 years, having repiped over 35,000 homes. We've built a reputation on offering the most efficient repipe process for customer convenience. Repiping an entire home in just one to two days, patching your walls, and providing a lifetime guarantee. Repipe Specialists only uses the best repiping materials with high-quality packs or USA grade L copper pipes. For a limited time, take advantage of our most affordable offer. For a limited time, get 20% off and 0% interest for an entire year on approved credit. That's right. A quality repipe, wall patching, a lifetime guarantee, 20% off and 0% interest. Repipe Specialist provides a free in-home estimate, explaining the process tailored for your home. So call Repipe Specialist today for your free in-home estimate at 800-493-1631. 800-493-1631. 800-493-1631. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Tuition for a private faith-based education can be expensive, but Lutheran High School of San Antonio has a great deal for you. Get a voucher valued at $10,650 for only $6,000. Find out how by clicking on the Discount Tuition tab on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now here is America's number one syndicated columnist, 
Cal Thomas. Have you been following Bill Clinton's book tour that's turned out to be quite something else? Craig Melvin of NBC News asked the former president about Monica Lewinsky and whether he ever apologized directly to her for what he did when he was president and she was an intern. Clinton said he apologized to the world, but not personally to her. And then he claimed, while governor of Arkansas, he had a sexual harassment policy in place. Trouble is, that was a federal policy that had nothing to do with him, and examples of his sexual harassment of women are legion, as everyone knows. Jennifer Flowers, Paula Jones, Kathleen Willey, Juanita Broderick. Broderick tweeted out after the interview, what about his raping me? Clinton claimed he left the White House $16 million in debt. Not true, says the Washington Post fact-checker Glenn Kessler. It was a much smaller amount, but he and Hillary made up for it quickly by selling two books few have read and the cash cow the Clinton Foundation became. Bill Clinton has been a fraud and a lout, especially when it comes to women. Good for Craig Melvin for finally holding him accountable. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Calvin, we're going to give you a, a Purple Martin report from Ginger in just a second, but we'll talk to Frank right now at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi there, Frank. What's going on? Not much, buddy. I just have one question. It's about pill bugs. Uh, somehow they're invading my house, primarily the kitchen area, and uh, I just need to know what to put on them or how to keep them out. That and the little uh, sugar ants, somehow they're getting in and, you know, I put some little traps out there. The sugar ants are kind of under control, but not sure, but the pill bugs still out of control. Well, those pill bugs will be in the house and in the area out there. Outside the baits are the best best remedy because you don't know where they're getting in, but you just see them in the house. So if you put out the baits around the around the walls or whatever, uh, they'll the come. Inside or the outside? Oh, they're On outside. The of, no, no, these are inside. I said, where do I put the, uh, the poison or whatever it is to get rid of them? It's, it's baits and, and it's baits and it's not a really a poison. It, it is to the pill bugs, but uh, it, I think they, uh, there's one that has a uh, uh, spinosad in it, doesn't it? Yeah, or di- diatomaceous earth uh, and s- yeah, something I, I else. I've got some of that, but that's that powdery, it's powdery stuff, and I don't know about putting it on the inside of the kitchen area, but uh, I'll see well, that maybe it'll be a liquid. You, you, I, yeah, I, no, I, you put it around the baseboards. I, okay. I, ju- I just use that bare... Soil insecticide for in inside the house now doesn't do well. Sorry, what was that? There's bear, bear, b a y e r. It's uh, insecticide for it's for inside the house. Okay, is that a liquid or a? Or a and it doesn't have any smell, doesn't stain. Uh, okay. It's not a threat to the pets, but it, it seems to work well on the okay, uh, on your. Aunt, on your ants, uh, there's a. I never never thought it would work, uh, but a, a little little bait. 
Oh, gosh. Somebody will have, somebody will have to help me in the audience. Oh, well, we've got a drop of liquid in yes. there, and they go in there, and yeah. I've, I've used those in Tennessee. It works. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, it's, I mean, it's a natural, it's an organic-based yes. thing. Do you remember what it is <laughs> called? But An- that, Ann House or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's very effective. And then uh, it's, it's discreet, you know, you just... Just yeah. put it, put it in one or two places. They find it. Takes them a little while. Make you know, after a week, so suddenly they're all gone. Yeah. yeah. So the name of it is that what you call it? An ant house. I th- I think that's uh, it, it. Sounds something like that. Okay. Hello, well, yeah. it's got, the key. The key is the the they get they give you a little. A part of the package is a little pad, and then you put a little drop of the liquid on there. Right. And it's a uh, uh, some kind of an organic, common, common material. Yeah, I can't think of okay. it. I can't think of it. Somebody will help. Somebody right. will help us and call us in. But it works very right, well, And if you okay, don't want to do it yourself, that. you can call Spider-Man Pest Control at 210-656-3721. Yeah. All right. And, uh, All right. Uh, Thank you so thanks. much. Appreciate your help. Sure. Make sure I got that number right. Uh, anyway, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call. Yep. 210-656-3721. So Ginger called. You were helping that, that man out with your, your Snapdragon questions, and she wanted to know, wanted you to know, with her Purple Martin house, she took, she brought the house down, I guess, to kind of look at it, and uh, it's a 12-door, a, a I think, house. Does that sound right? Was it? Mm-hmm. And she's got 20, 20 babies. Wow. I know. Uh, she had to evict some sparrows. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so she said, tell Calvin I got 20 of them. Yeah, I'm, I don't usually take mine down once they've started. They're, mine are feeding the young. I can see them, you know, and the young are getting bigger, and then she's starting to see heads come come out and get uh. impatient for getting, <laughs> getting fed. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have 20 in any one house for sure. Wow. And she destroyed the sparrow nest. Woofed no, I think it was empty, though. She didn't say it was empty. I thought she said it was empty. No. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She killed those little innocent sparrows. And Ginger's going to call us back. She's going to give you heck. Uh, <laughs> that's not what she did. She's a murderer. <sighs> you know, you and the Sparrow Council are just a little too much. I, well, now, no, just take this into consideration, Milton. Yes. Jerry likes cockroaches. Uh, I know. <laughs> I didn't want that's so cute. Yeah. Just, they scurry about. Oh, they're just gorgeous. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. 866-308-8867. Waiting for that call from have Ginger. You, have you ever seen a cockroach fly? Yeah. They're a thing of beauty. Yeah. Majestic, <laughs> when they're on the wing. <laughs> well, yeah, it's one of those. Things they fly that, right at you. You know, yeah, you, you, you know it. Sh- it won't hurt you, but you just d- re- repel. You know, you, I know it. You it don't want it. It's so fly. majestic, you just scream. You, just, <laughs> you can't believe it. Ah! <laughs> Leaf-footed bugs are the same way. Affect me the same way. Yeah, you know, it's almost like they're sitting there. You know, and you come up there and. 
are batting a few, or you start spraying, and they all come at you. <laughs> Gruesome. Bang into you. I think Kevin's had a childhood experience that he needs to talk about. Don't you know? Go to the go to the right. psychiatrist for. Uh, I think yeah. Calvin's in the three-footed uh, bugs and the majority of the people that don't like bugs flying at them, <laughs> even though they really can't do much. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I got Calvin's article, uh, uh, lawn and garden care in my. Uh, Northwest San Antonio Light, the free throw paper, and he he gives tips on flower flower tips and uh, he mentioned in there there's still pepper time, uh, still time to plant uh, peppers as transplants. Bell peppers are a challenge to grow, but the banana peppers, uh, which uh, Real Grande Gold will fit into that category are crispy and mild for salad, fresh eating, and in recipes. So we've got the only, we've got, and there's not that many of them left. Uh, so a lot of people have responded to our Save the Real Grande Gold Pepper Seed uh, function. So we'll see how they uh See how how they respond. See how see how the peppers respond. Calvin got his planted. He even planted some stunted ones, some some uh, ones without growing points to see what they're going to do. Mm. I, I'm afraid I know what they're going to do. So I've got the banana peppers and I've got the real grande gold. But surprising, uh, my I always plant a few uh, of the large the green peppers. Bells. Bells. And uh, Milberger's had a couple of varieties here. And I'm darned if they haven't produced some, some wonderful fruit this year. Usually I don't. If I get them, they're usually in the f- later in the fall. Mm-hmm. But uh, these these have been uh, produced. I have to check those varieties. But yeah, uh, nice and crisp. And uh, we got Jack yeah. on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Jack, how are you? I'm great. Um, in reference to the gentleman that called about the ant bait, yeah. I can I can tell you what my 95 year old stepmother used for years and years and years and swore by it, and finally taught me that that is the only thing to get. It's called ant terra. It comes in a little little bottle. And uh, we bought, always bought it at the co-ops. Do you remember what the active ingredient is? No, something, I something. don't. Was it boric acid? Yeah, I think it is. Well, boric acid, it, it, I think. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It, it came in a little small bottle, and you just took it and put it on a little piece of paper, just one drop at a place. And let me tell you, brother, it will get rid of the ants. Yeah, and it's really on, you know, just uh, works relatively quickly, and you don't have to have it everywhere, and there's no smell or anything to it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's exactly. a good product. Exactly. And they, right. they find that stuff, I mean, in a hurry. Okay, <laughs> yeah. say, say, say that name again. Aunt, Aunt Terra. 
Like the, like scare them. Like, ter- like you're ter- terrified. Like you're ter- terrified. There you go. Because yeah. I, I think it probably is available in the, the, the product, different product names. Oh, yeah. Because I don't recognize it. Boric acid. Yeah. So that's it's good. Yeah. My wife just looked at the bottle. It's T-E-R-R-O. Tarot. Oh, yes. That's it. Tarot. Okay. okay. Aunt Tarot, yeah. That's the one I'm familiar with. And it did, and did, did she look? Like said, see, yeah. Neat. Thank you very much. Ever, yes, uh, you're very welcome. The only place we've ever bought it was the co-ops. I farm, think the nur- the, the, the nurseries have it too. Yeah, I don't know why, but I thought we. Yeah. Oh, great. I've gotten okay. it. From, I've gotten it from the nursery. Yeah. All right. It's great, Thanks, Frank. Right. Thank you. Bet. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's take a quick break. While we do, why don't you give us a call? Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven or toll free outside of San Antonio. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road on nine thirty a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Bull Road. Hey, listen, summer means color in San Antonio. And with Texas Superstar Plants, you can have plenty of color that you'll enjoy in the summer right here. Now, what's a Texas Superstar plant? These are plants that have been given the Texas Superstar designation because they've got a history, a track record of doing well in South Texas and San Antonio. Uh, Gold Star Esperanza, or Texas Yellow Bells. You've seen them. This beautiful Texas Superstar attracts butterflies butterflies and hummingbirds and it's on sale in the 12 inch pot for 1988 millburgers has lynn legacy sinisa on sale texas sage and this texas superstar is absolutely beautiful in the five gallon container it's now just 1788 this week at millburgers you'll save on zinnias this texas superstar is gorgeous and it's on sale for just 98 cents each in the four inch pot you can choose from lantana vitex and much much more at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 and bull Road. We'll see you there. Come to the new Furniture Now on 1604 and Lookout Road next to Burlington. We deliver every day, even on Saturdays and Sundays. 1604 and Lookout Road next to Burlington. FurnitureNow.com. Come to the new Furniture Now on 1604 and Lookout Road next to Burlington. We deliver every day, even on Saturdays and Sundays. 1604 and Lookout Road next to Burlington. FurnitureNow.com. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or with stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadaski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you. 20% on the cost of the repair. We'll even give you 20% discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced. Don't risk losing a stone or even worse, a bracelet or a neck chain. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we believe in preventing loss. Another common problem is our rings tend to shrink. I think it has something to do with being too close to Mexican food. We can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably. We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Welcome to Marketplace Deals. And now, your host, Johnny Deal. Thank you. Thank you. 
thank you, thank you. Now let's get right to it. Jack, for 100 points, where can you go online or on your phone to get great discount deals on everything from water softeners to tuition for the kids? Um, the Marketplace page? Correct. Okay, Jill, your question. How much can you save at the Marketplace page? Hundreds and thousands of dollars? Correct. Now the final question, and you must buzz in. Where can you get these great deals? The Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com? Yes! Congratulations and thanks for playing Marketplace Deals. Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. The Marketplace page. Have you ever wondered who pest control companies call when they have a problem? Well, they call Spider-Man Pest Control in San Antonio. Warren Rennie of Spider-Man Pest Control is recognized nationally as well as locally. He's been helping some homeowners, businesses, and other pest control companies solve their pest problems since 1976. No matter what your problem, Spider-Man can help you. Call Spider-Man today at 656-3721 to give your home a web of protection. 656-3721 for Spider-Man. Harry's on the line at 210-308-8867. Harry, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you for the line, so to speak. Uh, I was listening to the man about the Antero stuff. Right. I'm looking for some some kind of scorpion taro stuff. We've been having, I don't know, three, four of the last week scorpions in the house. What what do you got? What do you got for them? Has anybody gotten stung? Right. Now, you know, the the usual thing, though, the scorpions are hunting. Usually they're hunting spiders and uh, other insects. Has there been a change in the construction? Or, I mean, is there, is there, is it a recent experience with the, with the uh, no, I scorpions. just I just figured that the, that the AC's on. They want to get inside out of the heat with <laughs> everybody else. But. Well, I th- I think what works it doesn't kill the scorpions, but the the bare uh, insecticide for indoor outdoor will kill the things they eat, and so they don't they won't uh, they won't hang out there very long. Right. Well, get get rid it, of all Russia. Get brush they're outside. They're not like the ants. They're not like the ants where you can know where they're coming from. But where do the where do the scorpions live? Where's their colony or they, group of their family? Where do they live at? They live in the brush, or in in a little uh, holes in the wall or corner. Uh, you know, your uh, what do you call the facing. Right. Yeah, any any kind of nook and cranny, they can live there for a while. They'll come out of the attic. Um, so, but usually it's a temp, Usually it's some kind of a disruption outside. Um, you know, maybe there was a major change in the landscape. All the you know the brush got cut down or something, or the uh, new project, new housing projects is where it quite often happens. Right. Right. And then, and then they move in. They just disrupted 
And the way usually they get them under control is to they just spray all the other insects so that there's nothing for them to eat, and they they just find other places to go. Okay. What's the name of the bear product you're saying? Just uh, indoor-outdoor um, insecticide. An insecticide that I've got one that you just it has a little hand sprayer. You know, so that you can, uh, you don't even have to mix it or anything. You just, it's a right. one-gallon container with a, on the little wire is the little hand, handle. And so that you can spray uh, all on the base of your, around the base of your walls. And that's all you have to do, usually. And you might talk to, yeah, you might talk to Spider-Man, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Spider-Man. Well, pest we're control. out here, and we're out here in Natalia. It probably costs him a couple dollars to drive all the way out here, but I'm sure we have a local guy. Hopefully. Okay. Well. Alrighty. Thanks, sir. Hopefully, helped you. Hey, yeah, scorp- scorpions Appreciate are you. hard to control. Yeah, you think you can't kill them yourself. Yeah. All well, right, but James thinks. Could. James has yeah. Spider Man knows how to do it. James has a solution. Give it two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven or an idea. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Just uh, I can help that fellow out, uh, guaranteed. Uh, several years ago, did he say? Did y'all say he was from Natalia? Yeah, yeah. he did. Okay. Well, he's close to me. I, I'm between Somerset, Lyle, and Natalia, that area. So. Over at Juicy Mills uh, Feed and Seed in Somerset, they carry a product called Demon Wettable Powder. And I, when I was in the hole, I went inside and got the packet. And I can tell you this stuff does work on scorpions. Uh, a friend of mine turned me on to this about five years ago. My mother up in the hill country, she's always got scorpion problems. So every spring I go up there and spray once and sometimes twice. But this stuff will knock them out. It's called What's Demon Wettable Powder. Demon, like the devil, demon, and that's okay. wetable powder. You just put it in a pump-up sprayer, and I got the package right here. It says active ingredient. I better spell it. It's C-Y-P, Cyperithium, 40%. Uh, it says the synthetic pyrethroid. But yeah. I tell you, it, it's, it's listed for a lot of insects, but it's one of the first ones I ever found after struggling for years at my mother's place on scorpions, but this stuff will do the trick. And if he goes over to the feed store in Somerset, that's where I get mine. Okay. There you go. There you go. Good Thanks. tip. Our listeners All right. take care of business. All right. They do. They help each other out. 210-308-8867. Thank you, James. 210-308-8867. Tracy, you've been running around. You've been kind of busy. It's been nice, yeah. Yeah, lots of folks out here today. Trace is uh, joining us back on the porch. So what's going on, man? Uh, lots of color. We talked a little bit about crepe myrtles earlier. So we've got a great selection of crepe myrtles, almost every color you could think of, uh, that crepe myrtles come in. Mm-hmm. So uh, I encourage people to come out and look at it. The best, Most people, the best time to buy a crepe myrtle is when they actually see it in bloom. That way they know for a fact the color it's going to be. Right. Because uh, a lot of times pictures are misleading. Yeah, sometimes they can't capture the full color. Not Bye-bye. my pictures. My pictures can. No, unless Jerry has taken the picture, you you should well, I mean, I mean, rather right. see it in full bloom. That's right. We want to remind them too that you know, in addition to the color, get the size right. Yep. So that you don't don't plague every single year having to get it pruned down to fit where you want it. 
Because hey, so crepe myrtles will go, you can get almost any size you want, and in most of them, you know, there's four or five different of the same color that are different sizes. Sure, yeah. So you can fit them almost perfectly into the landscape. It's probably not a perfect match, but I have a question. So if I'm driving downtown or driving around town, and I see this beautiful, beautiful purple uh, crepe myrtle. It's purple crepe myrtle. Good top. Well, okay. So should I take a picture of it and then kind of bring it into you guys and say I'm looking for something similar? Uh, I would I would get out and uh, pick a sample if if, oh. it's, if you're capable of doing that without getting in trouble. Yeah. And then that way you actually have the... the the plant that you can put the bloom in front of the other bloom. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. Even, uh, just be even a slight shade off could be a completely different yeah. plant or different variety or different height grower. Yeah, there's two or three new Let's see. Y'all, y'all got Bradbury wine, too. Yeah. We do. And that's purple. And I did purple. see it a long time ago. I don't remember. We didn't do anything about it, but um, now that you got a bunch of them, it's probably time. Uh, downtown near uh, the Alta Vista area, there was a really pretty, medium-sized, uh, purple, almost, uh, almost uh, mountain laurel purple. What's, yeah. what's medium uh, color. to you? Medium in terms of size, yes. um, four feet, five foot tall. Oh, that's a s- relatively small. Oh, okay. Small. Maybe dwarf royalty. Oh, okay. It's still going to get bigger if that's the one it is, but that would be my first guess. Okay, I'll see if I, it's still there. Because now it would be blooming because they're blooming all around town. Uh, so cool. All righty. Well, this is your Great Myrtle headquarters. And speaking of purple flowers, well, you said blue, but I think it's a it's a rich purple. Lynn's Legacy Sinisa. That's a great Texas sage. And yeah. it is the plant of the weekend. The weekend, weekend, weekend. weekend. Where are they now? They, well, they're in two spots. Okay. So we okay. put a group of them up front here where people could see them uh, quickly. And then we still have some of them back with all the other varieties behind the green. Okay. And this is a plant that's hard to find. Are they blooming? Yeah, there's some blooms open on at least the ones in the back. I thought I think there's some on the front ones too. Okay, because as Milton said, they are blue. It's raining somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Uh, actually, maybe here tonight. Yeah, I looked at AccuWeather. It does. It doesn't agree with the Sinisa on, on the rain, but we'll see. Uh-oh. Now you know. We were talking about it last Saturday, and sure enough, <laughs> I went or last Sunday, and I went and watched the weather, and now it wasn't here. But it was like in Floresville, and there were showers in Miami, Florida. No, no, they were near here. So, you know, the Sinisa are not, you know, they don't have radars. They're just trying to tell you, hey, guys, look, somewhere near here is going to be some rain. So just, you know, keep your fingers crossed. nickname, uh, Nickname I've always heard for it is barometer bush. Because of the, uh, when the. Yeah. Barometer, when the pressure raises, lowers. Right. Okay. Yep, that's what the old timers used to say. And I believe those old timers. Our lone ranger, our ranger, they call it, uh, Paul Cox used to call it ranger plant. Why is that? Ranger? What's the ranger? That's, that's just As one of the common the, names. The pun for it, rain, maybe? See it in a, no, I assumed it was like the lone ranger. Okay, so you see them just out in the middle of yeah, nowhere? Yeah, and then, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, well, that's. If you do drive around town, there are another one besides the crepe myrtles that are really blooming well, and uh, uh, they're real pretty. There's a McDonald's that I was in uh, about a week ago where they were in the drive-through, and it was just you just kind of they do kind of sneak up on you. You're kind of looking for just everything looks ordinary, and then blam, they're right there, which is really cool. They're very pretty. And seventeen eighty-eight, seventeen eighty-eight, yeah, and the five-gallon. I'll double check while we're still talking. Pretty yeah. sure, yeah. 
All right, 210-308-8867. By the way, that's another one, too, where uh, if you know you're going to come by and you want the sale, call today, and you've got till uh, Tuesday to have the sale honored. So, right, if they pick well, them the- up. Theoretically speaking, Monday night. But if they get the, oh, the ticket okay. written beforehand, and okay. they're welcome to pay for it over the phone. Yeah, they could just pay. Okay. And, they then just, they can pick it up at their leisure. Okay, so you just pay for it on the phone. They'll put it aside, and uh, then you come pick it up. And you get the sale. That's 497-3760. What else, Trace? Anything else exciting coming in? Uh, just more more summer color. I mean, after our, our yeah. adult seminar yesterday and uh, the spectacular grouping that Mary did of Texas superstars, you could see why those are Texas superstars. So there was one of everything down there that is beautiful all summer long. You have been selling those sunflowers over there, too. We have. Yeah, one gallon. I think they're one gallon. It's like a 10-inch pot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this is, uh, the we talk about in the article several times, but this is the uh, annual, I think it's the annual uh, sunflower. Then they drop the seeds. The birds love them. Butterflies love them. And they'll re reseed. You'll, get, you'll have a patch every year if you will let them just come back. Just like a wildflower. Yep, that's a great plant. And very, and very attractive right now in the container. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and uh, 866-308-8867. Look at that container of zinnias. Yeah. All right, you want to put on those headphones and join us for a sec? What do we do with them? We're going to go get them on. Okay, because we have Dwayne on the line. I'm prepared. All right, Dwayne, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, pretty good. Milton, yourself? Good, thank you. What's going on, man? I got a question on cast irons. I'm trying to remember. Don't they have a tubular root structure? What? What does tubular I mean? The, it just goes below the ground and alongside the ground underneath. Cast, cast iron is what he's talking about. Oh, aspidistra. What so type of root structure? Are they shallow or are they going straight down? I don't think I've ever dug one up. No. Um, yeah, I think they're why? why? What? What is the significance? Well, I want to. I want to transplant one. I'm trying to decide the depth of the pot it needs to go into. Oh well, they're easy to. Do. Yeah, the transplant is no big deal. Just get as much of the root system as you can, and it's. It, you may lose some of the leaves, or even all of the leaves, that are in the little clump. But the new, there should be new ones that sprout back out. Okay, is this an okay time to do that? It's not the best, but with them. Almost seems like any any time is is uh, okay time. Okay. Well, you say it's yeah. not the best. When is the best time? Well, Coo- cooler. When it's yeah. cooler yeah. and moisture in the soil. With them, spring. Uh, I guess the they do all right in the fall, but they're a little bit of they're not as uh, a little sensitive to the winter. Okay. But, I, I don't think I, I think if it was convenient I wouldn't hesitate. But okay, so was that Jerry I heard there in the background? Yeah. Yeah. The, what, what, what was he doing? He's crunching his ice. Can you hear oh, that? You oh. <laughs> hey Jerry, well I'm getting ready to go um, hop in and do some work in the ponds. So you guys stay okay. cool. I know okay. I will be. Good. Good to hear it's from a, you. Yeah, we had day for water while. gardening. <laughs> okay, you guys stay cool out there. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Take care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are those? Those are pretty. Those are crepe myrtles. Yeah, I was going to say, they look like they're, are they a short variety or they're just a... a... Uh, they are short varieties. Most of the ones that have that, that uh, burgundy red foliage are going to be 
dwarf of some sort related to the Whitcomb series. Okay. Well, and they're named in that little... Uh, the that's a cool color. color, yeah. Yeah, that's the one that the guy had yesterday. That... What, how do you describe that? That is kind of a coral, uh, coral scarlet. Coral sounds like a good description. Coral, yeah. That is pretty. Yeah. And that's a real short one there. That, Gosh, that's a 18, uh, I guess 20, 20 inches, 24 inches top size. Um, around town, too, again, they're, they're, we talked about the Sinisa blooming, but the crepe myrtles are just gorgeous. Uh, just up and down Blanco. Uh, we see I see deep reds, uh, the whites. Uh, probably okay. So yours is the here, which has the pink blossoms. That's real tall. Is that? I believe that's a Tuscarora. Okay, so if it's maybe six or yours is maybe twenty eight feet tall. I think twenty is a good guess. Okay, so if it's about six feet, six to seven feet, is that a medium? Well, there's there's. Three, three classes. So. Ten to twelve is okay. Well, that's the ones I've seen on, on uh, which we did on Blanco. Yeah. About that size. Oh, we run out of time. What? Good. Yeah. So, if you're looking for some of the plants we've talked about, call the nursery, 210-497-3760. It's a great way to do it because maybe you know you can't come by today. Is but that you, what that music means? That's what the music means. That Al, it's Al subtly telling us it's time to go. Uh-huh. Is it the monsters so, for a reason? Uh, I don't know why that was ever chosen. Uh, anyway, so we're going to say goodbye today. Thanks to uh, you for listening. Thanks to Al for getting all the calls on the air and managing us and uh, taking care of uh, the, uh, the business of making us sound so good. I'm Milton Glick. On behalf of the Docs, we'll join you next Saturday and Sunday back here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 